Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. Uh, my name is Dana Brown from Masterland Investing. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for participating in the podcasts. Uh, I hope this information has been helpful to you guys, whether you're just starting out or you're more of a seasoned land investor. Uh, what I want to talk about today is old school versus new school land investing. Uh, like I've discussed in my videos, uh, I grew up as a kid up in New England. My dad was in the real estate investing business. Uh, he bought homes, we renovated them, and then we converted them to rental properties. Uh, as a little kid, I helped him, so I was around it from a young age. Uh, as I got older, it was already in my blood. I had the fever. Uh, when I first got to Florida in the early 80s, uh, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Any job I had, I always had my own business. I was constantly thinking about it, but I wasn't very educated as far as land investing. Uh, I bought my first property in the late 90s. I bought a half-acre property in, in, in mid-Florida. Didn't really get in both feet till about the early 2000s. I finally forced myself, decided I was going to jump in. I had been educating myself. I was passionate about it. I uh, fu didn't fully understand the whole business, but it didn't matter. I was going to commit to it, and I was going to succeed. I wasn't going to fail. I may hit some roadblocks or some hiccups, but uh, my determination was going to win over the business, and I was going to be a success. Uh, that being said, I've seen a ton of changes in the land investing business since I've got involved. Uh, when I started back back in the early 2000s, late 90s, uh, most of everything we did was through a fax machine. Matter of fact, when I started out, I was going through a box of fax paper, roll paper, in a couple days sometimes, just trying to get out purchase agreements uh, to tie up property on a deposit. Uh, so things have changed a ton. I didn't Back in the day, I didn't even have a pager. Uh, cell phones were pretty much obsolete back then. So your broad reach was limited. Uh, the communication was slow. Uh, the process, the time it took was much slower, much, took much longer to get anything done. Uh, the response time was slow. I've seen it just change remarkably over the last 20 years, the last, actually the last 15 years mostly. And uh, nowadays, there's so much information available on the Internet. I mean, these smartphones that we have nowadays, just we have access to just about anything under the sun as far as land investing that we want to find out with just a hit a click of the button. Uh, because of that, things have changed. But one thing I want to get back to with the land investing is certain formulas, certain techniques will never change. I think it's like the ABCs. Uh, you need to stick to certain formulas. I think nowadays, one thing I've seen with a lot of young investors, uh, people involved in a lot of the teachings, is that we're lo losing a lot of that personal touch. I think that the software available is wonderful. I use it. I'm constantly re-educating myself. Uh, I want to stay up with the times, make sure I become more efficient, proficient and efficient. Uh, when I run a business such as this land investing business, just like any other business I've created in the past, the first thing I do is I try to make it as simple as possible, eliminate the complication, uh, streamline it so the whole formula is as stress-free as possible. Um, I see nowadays that even myself, as I'm re-educating myself, and I'm learning, I'm reading, I'm asking questions, sometimes I'm over-inundated with information and software programs 
and I start to get discouraged because there's so much to learn. Uh, as I'm speaking, I'm 57 years old. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm old school, old school, but I'm older than a lot of these investors getting involved. And obviously, time is a wonderful thing. The younger you are, the more long-term investments you can make. It's a wonderful thing. But don't get me wrong. I mean, anybody that wants to be successful needs to keep up with the times. But getting back to that, there's certain things that I believe will, will hinder your progress, especially coming out of the gate as a new investor. I've always preached to keep your money in your pocket, spend as little as possible starting out, grow into this land investing business, keep, keep the formula simple. I just recently created a video. It's called uh, It's Not Rocket Science. And, and, and I, I'm concerned that a lot of young people... They have great intent. They want to get into this business or whatever business there is. And what happens is you have arms and hands reaching you from all different directions once you start soliciting about a particular subject. And it becomes overwhelming. And, and I think almost, I'm sure I'm not speaking alone on this one, but you get inundated with so, so much information, you start to get a little discouraged sometimes. Uh, you're afraid you can't learn all that information you're not competent enough, or there's just too much to learn, it's too complicated. Uh, believe me when I tell you guys, I say it all the time in my videos, I repeat it in the course that I've created for you guys. It's not rocket science, let's not make it complicated. The land investing process is a pretty simple process. You Basically, you're finding property that people want to sell that are motivated to sell, and then in turn you find a motivated buyers to buy that property, and you're making some money on the deal. That's basically it. Now, the ability to have a broader reach is wonderful. There's so many more resources and platforms out there. Social media, there's, there's a wonderful array of different websites that you can do free listings or minimal charge listings that you can get your properties out there for sale. Uh, there's a there's a whole array of companies out there that have created web web platforms that will build pretty much a already built and plug in plug and go websites for for real estate investors land investors wonderful stuff uh, there's CRM programs out there wonderful stuff to help you run a business uh, virtual assistants it's a wonderful asset to have but I believe that if you try to get ahead of yourself and you really don't learn the ABCs of land investing first, and you don't really have both hands around the concept of it, how the process works, the steps you need to take. You need to dot your I's, cross your T's. It's a simple program. Uh, what happens is a lot of people, they, they get over-inundated with the cost of it, uh, running the software, uh, buying all these programs, incurring these monthly bills right out of the gate, and it just becomes overwhelming, and then the pressure's on because you've got to make deals, you've got to keep the deals flowing because you've got to pay for all your stuff that you're paying for to run your business. I don't, I don't agree with all that. I don't think that's the way to start out. I've said it many times, and the best way to start any business is to grow into the business. It's like people starting out, and they want to start a business. They're full of vinegar, and they want to build this empire, and they go out and they borrow a million dollars. What happens is the pressure's on then. I don't want to see anybody get into the land investing business because they, they have passion. They want to achieve their expected transformation. 
They want to make a change in their life. They want to have some of the things they dreamed of. And then get started, get some information under the belt, get enough confidence to get started, and then be inundated with all the stuff they have to learn, these software programs. They have to spend two or three hours a day checking everything. Uh, they have a half a dozen people working for them that are waiting for money. Uh, you don't need to do that, guys and girls. Keep this whole thing as simple as possible. I mean, life is short. You want to keep your stress to a minimal. Uh, people are stroking out every day because they're trying to achieve, they're trying to prove someone they can be a success. There's no doubt in my mind, if you learn the formulas to land investing, that you'll be a success. Uh, what I've seen with people in life and with business and entrepreneurs, the amount of success you have depends on the amount of energy and time and effort you want to put into something. You don't need to complicate it. Don't get me wrong, as your business grows, and I've even said it many times, slowly add things that will help your business flow, be more seamless, uh, give you a broader reach to your customers, whether it's motivated sellers, motivated buyers. Uh, different platforms. I'm going to provide a bunch in my course that will give you some options. I've never been one to say you have to go with this one, you have to go with that one. That's not what I'm going to do. I want you guys as young investors, experienced investors, part-time, full-time, make some of your own decisions because if you let somebody else make them all for you, you're going to have the education, you're going to be out there, and you're really going to be relying on someone else. You're going to have to pay for one-on-one -on -one mentorship. Uh, you're going to need to have somebody hold your hand. It's like when you're raising your children. If you don't let them fall and you don't let them make their own mistakes and, and you reward them when they don't do good, and you just lead them by the hand, they're never going to be able to do anything for themselves. So the reason I'm making this audio and this podcast is because I'm trying with everything in my heart to let you guys know that this is a great opportunity. Land investing is a wonderful opportunity. But don't overcomplicate it. Don't take something that's pretty simple and make it complex. A lot of these young teachers out there, they have wonderful information. They're teaching some wonderful stuff. There's a ton of information out there. But most of all, you need to learn the basic ABCs, the formulas that make you a successful land investor. And one of the things I can't emphasize enough is, and even when it goes back to phone systems and automated systems and this and that and hiring services, remember, guys, you're, you're investing your time, your money. You've put in time to get educated. And now it's time to find motivated sellers and find motivated buyers. One thing I would suggest, and it's just my, my, my viewpoint on this, is that's where you really need to focus on making it personal. Because from my experience, all the years I've done, and even up till today, some of the best deals I get are because I put the time on the phone with people. I'm not abrupt. I'm not just cut and dry. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a people person. I like to talk to people. I let everybody know I communicate with, that I, if I can help them any way, if you're not interested today, just try to keep my number, keep my card, keep my letter, whatever it may be. If things change, let me know. Uh, I try to keep it real personal, one-on-one. -on -one. And what happens as you start to grow your business, and I've done it in the past, and, 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 my, and my volume slowed down because I tried to delegate a lot of the work. Eventually what happened was I was doing such little work and relying on so many other people, the business wasn't as successful and I'm speaking from experience I think that with any business people have great visions 
They want to create a business. They want to be an entrepreneur, whatever it may be. And, and it, we forget that we are the person that is the business. We are the brand. Uh, as you start to get your, your name out there, your business name, you're building your team, you have a good real estate attorney, you have a good accountant, you have good agents that are helping you out. Sometimes you're using them in certain areas. Uh, you're using their information to, to help you out as far as farm areas and getting a better feel of what area you're working in as you select areas to invest in. That's, that's, where, that's where it works. I mean, the relationships I've made over the years and some of the friendships I've made uh, are life-lasting. They really are. And the reason I did that and made these relationships was because it was me on the street. I was hitting the pavement. I was shaking hands. I was keeping it one-on-one -on -one with the people I used to call. Uh, I think that's the way that you got to do it. And, and when I say that, that doesn't mean you need to spend all day every day. You can designate a, a time in a day, three or four days a week or one day a week, whatever you chose to do. And, and the more time you put into it as you grow, the more rewards you'll get. Uh, I, I, just, I just think that all this automation is wonderful stuff. As you grow, you, you implement what you need to support your growth as a land investor. Believe me when I tell you, as a part-time land investor, you can keep your job. You get the tools in your box. You understand the ABCs of land investing. You go out there, get your feet wet. You start dabbling. Do some solicitations. Do some driving for dollars. Uh, do a few solicitations. Get a couple of county lists. Try some different options. See which one you like the best. And then perfect that part of the land investing business. As you perfect it, you implement what you think you may need to make that business run a little smoother. You don't need a ton of stuff. Uh, some people I know, they work one or two different platforms to move all their property. Some people prefer just to buy property wholesale, pop it back on, on eBay, and use eBay as a platform to move their property. Some people just use Zillow. Some people just, when I start out, we just use Realtors. As my business has grown and as the years have gone by, I've used many new platforms because they're available. They weren't all available when I started out. And because they are, you might as well use them. Because I always say the more eyeballs you get looking at your stuff, the more options and the more opportunity you have to move your stuff at the, at the, at, at the rate you need to move it. you got to be flexible. But most of all, comparing old school to new school. Old school, there's certain formulas. Like I say, you need to learn the formulas. Don't try to cut corners. Uh, you'll hear me preach about really understanding the four phases of a real estate cycle. As far as I'm concerned, it's one of the most important things you need to really understand as a land investor. The wonderful thing about me saying that is nowadays with the internet and the information that's available, your resources to stay on top of these markets is phenomenal. With a push of a button, you can get all kinds of information. You get a hold of the counties. You can go on county sites. You can get uh, economic reports. You can dial into certain stations that give you an update in these certain areas. Uh, you can communicate via text, via email with realtors in different areas. But my advice is keep it real, keep it straight. If you say you're going to do something, do it. That goes back to old school. It's the old handshake. A gentleman's word means something. Nowadays, a lot of people forget that because everything is available. It's instant gratification. So if you guys are listening, you're really paying attention, you really want to be a true land investor, whether it's part-time, full-time, a hobby, whatever it may be, 
Certain things keep old school. A man's word is a man's word. A handshake has value. Uh, same when you build the relationships and build your teams up. If you promise them something, then you stand behind your word and you commit to it. Don't be afraid to ask. Like I always say, if you don't ask, you don't get. As far as applying and, and adding applications and software programs to your business, wonderful. I'd never discourage it. But what I'm saying is add it and implement it as you grow. You don't need to come out of the gate and have three or four or five dollars a month you're spending out of the gate to build your business. I've said it before. When I started out, I was doing everything via fax. I didn't have a business bank account. I didn't have a, a separate mailbox. I didn't have a separate phone line. But I made it work, and then as the business grew, I implemented more people to support as a supporting cast. I built up a team of solid people to help us work the business, and, and I only did it as we grew. So many times people come out and they start a business and they, and they want to invest all this money and time and they're borrowing from the family. Uh, they're taking out mortgages and they're borrowing money they don't need to borrow. Pride comes from doing something on your own. Start out small. You can, you can start out and buy small properties and target a couple of farm areas. Really do your homework. Learn your farm areas. Build a team up. And that team comes as, as you grow. You don't need to spend money to have a real estate agent. It's what I call you eat what you kill. They don't get paid until they produce. So that's part of your team. You're not paying them. Your real estate attorney, same thing. You pay him if you decide to do probate. You need someone to do the probate stuff for you, then he gets paid. If you run into litigation, which most times you won't, then he gets paid. He's a wonderful mouthpiece when you need him. He's part of your team as you may need him. Title companies. They don't get paid unless they perform a service. And if they're performing a service, then you're going to make money because you've done your homework, you've done your due diligence, you've committed to a deal, you've sent out a purchase agreement, and when the value is there, you're going to hire them to do the title search, uh, have their company issue the title policy, and they're going to perform the closing. So they're getting paid out of money you've created by doing your homework and creating this business. So there's no money out of pocket. It's eat what you kill. They get paid as you make money. Remember that. But when you start spending money on software, start trying to modernize this whole thing out of the gate, you get a little ahead of yourself. You make things a little more complicated than they need to be when you start out. I just don't want you guys to get discouraged. I don't want you to spend money that you don't have. Even if you have it, there's no need to spend it in the beginning. As you get a few deals, like I say, then you can start doing some owner financing. Stack up some cash first. Don't let your pride get in the way. Don't let your emotions get in the way. Do this thing like we teach you to do it. Stick to the rules, and you'll be a wonderful land, land investor, I promise you. So that's, that's the podcast for the day. I know I get adamant about it, but I really want to emphasize that point to you guys and girls. It's really important. Keep it simple. Grow into the business. As you grow, you, you can make a choice and make an educated decision on what you may need and what you don't need. Like I said, even with the virtual assistants or having an assistant, assistants are wonderful. I know myself, certain things hinder my progress, so I need to have people or somebody that can do certain things for me. There's not a problem with that, but, you, but they get paid, and they're only working for you as you're producing Meaning as you're getting properties, 
then you bring someone on board. You don't overpromise them. You pay them as you produce. Remember that, guys and girls. Keep it simple. It's not rocket science. I want you guys to succeed, but the more you spend up front, the more pressure you put on yourself. And when you have pressure, sometimes it has a tendency to make us get discouraged and want to walk away from it and go back to our old ways. And that's not what I want you guys to do. I want you to build up your confidence, start moving some deals, use those wonderful platforms that are free out there to show your property, use the information from the counties, use, think outside the box like I always say. The more you use your head, the more you become creative, the much better, the, you'll be much better off as a land investor. I preach, go out and practice, even with no money, do the driving for dollars, look around, find a piece of vacant land, go back, Go on a county site, figure out who owns that property, and then just for practice, think of three or four ways you could try to buy that property, no money, and being creative. If I called them and I asked them what the, if would they be interested in selling, if they said yes, how could I get them to commit to sign a purchase agreement with no money? Think about that. Now, you establish the value of the deal. You know what you're willing to pay for it. So not every deal is a deal, like I said. But nowadays, going back to new school, the Internet's a wonderful thing. I do so much just on my phone. My old partner used to say, why don't you go on the Internet? Why don't you go on the computer? I said, I don't need to go on the computer. I'm doing it on the phone. Well, you don't need You can't do it on the phone. I said, yeah, I can. Most everything I do from my vehicle on the phone. It's a wonderful thing. So keep it simple, guys. I know I'm going on and on. I just can't say it enough. Don't overextend yourself. Don't try to get too big too fast. You can make lots of money. And you can, when I started out, I'll go on, I'll tell you one more thing. I worked, when I started this land business, I worked out of a garage in a little teeny corner desk with no AC in Florida. My wife used to come in, people would come over to see me, and I'd be dripping wet. And I was having a ball. I used to work from 10 to 2 every day. That's all I did. I committed to 10 to 2. I, I quit my full-time business. I gave it to a guy that worked for me. I was making 100 grand plus. I gave it to him. I said, I'm going to commit to this, do it full-time. From 10 to 2, every day I worked, and I worked in a little garage that was a converted room with no AC and a little corner desk, and I cranked it. But let me tell you guys, when I walked to that mailbox some days and I couldn't get my arms around all them contracts that came in, it made it all worth it. So I didn't need all kinds of fancy stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't available back then, but even if it was today, and even today, I don't use all kinds of fancy stuff. Because I don't want to overcomplicate this thing. Keep it simple, stupid, and your life will be much better as a land investor. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you continue to tune in. I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Go out and inspire somebody if you can. Don't be greedy. Be generous. Thank you guys.